All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. And welcome to Invest Wisely with Walt Sukira, the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron. They're going to talk this half hour about investing directly in stocks in the stock market as the AKW Group does. For its select list of clients, they invest in individual stocks and creating custom-made portfolios for each client's particular interest. Do you have any questions to ask about this hour, about the market, about how the AKW Group does their business? Give us a call, 330-673-1234. Listening online, we have a toll-free number at WNR.com, 800-669-4100. Well, Walt, if anybody doubts it, when Jerry Powell speaks, the market listens. Jerry spoke last week, didn't raise any interest rates, and the market said, ooh, ooh, we like that, and the money came flowing back in. Yeah, that's for sure, Bob. It was a good week for the stock market. Actually, it's been the best since November of 2022. Uh, we saw a lot of things happen last week, as you said. The uh, Federal Reserve Open uh, Market Committee met. Uh, they decided to keep Fed funds at that current five and a quarter to five and a half rate, and it's really the comments that uh, they make at this point, and I think uh, Jerome Powell found the balance of, you know, saying, hey, we're still data dependent. We're still open to higher rates. But it just seemed like a lot of the comments that we, we've kind of hit this high rate. And, uh, you know, I think uh, the market really anticipates rate coming down, you know, sometime over the next year. So, uh, you know, I think that was a big part of last week. We also saw uh, Janet Yellen and the Treasury uh, kind of reduce the amount uh, that they feel they needed to borrow from the Treasury over the next quarter. Uh, they brought that down about $76 billion. Everybody's been really worried about government spending and the high budget deficit. So, And they also talked about the auctions that they're going to have, and they're going to stay on the shorter end of the curve, more two, three, five, seven-year maturities as opposed to long-term maturities, which, again, I think the bond market responded positively. We saw that 10-year drop. Remember, we got over 5% just a few weeks ago, Bob, and now it's down to 4.52%, that 10-year Treasury. Um, so, you know, a lot, a lot of things happening. And, and overall, what it, what it led to was a, a really uh, strong week for stocks. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average for the week went up 1,643 points. That's a 5.1% uh, increase for the week. Uh, Year-to-date, <clears throat> we stood up 2.8%. The broader index, the S&P 500, uh, went up 240 points, up 5.9% for the week. And again, we sit at 13.5% uh, for the year. The NASDAQ, big week, 6.6% increase. The year-to-date, we're at 28.8%. And those small caps came roaring back, up 7.6% for the week. We sit flat for the year, uh, right at about 0%. But, you know, big recovery, uh, what we saw last week overall for the market stock. 
And of course, the reason that uh, Powell gave those comments at the uh, at the Fed was because the market in the economy does seem to be slowing down a bit. Uh, data shows that job growth slowed to 150,000 jobs in October, and the jobless rate is now 3.9 percent, the highest since January of 2022. Again, not good news for those who are looking for work, but the, this is the kind of news the Fed has been looking for to show that their high interest rates are slowing the economy and therefore possibly slowing down the rate of inflation. Yeah, so that jobs report on Friday was uh, showed some weakness. You know, it was expected to be about 180,000 jobs. We were at 150. Uh, the jobless rate, the unemployment rate, bounced up to 3.9%. And again, this is one data point that the Fed has been very focused on. You know, they they've been very you know realistic that labor uh, that you know had to slow down, and you know the the labor market has been so strong. And uh, you know, again, the uh, in the rate. Uh, the wage increases that uh, a lot of people have found have been very sticky as far as inflation goes. So uh, this weakness in jobs will definitely help, uh, I think, the Fed you know, see that those higher rates are working and they really are slowing things down. Now, additionally, when you look at uh, some of the other issues that are going on in the world, it does not look real positive. Uh, of course, you have the continuing war in Ukraine, which has now been eclipsed by the war in the Middle East. So the geopolitical situation really is uh, quite quite tense right now. Now, of course, uh, uh, with the economy going through this both here and in the rest of the world, a lot of investors are very uncertain. So would a conservative investor be more likely to be going to these uh, higher rates for CDs and bank-issued uh, governments uh, uh, paper than maybe going to the market right now just because of all this uh, uh, action in the world? Sure. I think the short rates, Bob, have made a lot of people feel good. You know, again, for years you weren't able to get those CD rates or short-term rates. And, you know, when you're up over 5%, and that feels great. And, and for any conservative investor, that's not a bad place to put some money. But, Again, we know those rates aren't going to hold for the long run. So, you, you know, you buy a one-year or two-year rate. When that matures, you may not be looking at 5% down the road. So, again, safe money, conservative money, good place to be. But, you know, as far as investment money, we still think you got you got to be an investor. Um, Bob, you know, there's always things that happen. You know, you look at the, the 20th century. You know, we endured a pandemic, uh, a Great Depression. We, we had wars, 19 recessions. Uh, High inflation, you went through things like Black Monday, the, you know, the, the big crash of the tech bubble, bubble back in the 2000s. In the 21st century, you know, we've, we've had the 9-11 war, uh, Afghanistan, and insurrection at the Capitol, a great financial crisis. Uh, you know, we've seen a reversal in oil prices. I mean, there's always things to worry about, Bob. We always talk about the wall worry here, but... You know, you, you look at over that period of time, and we still average pretty close to 10% in the stock market. So, uh, you know, I'm not guaranteeing or anybody can guarantee that those type of returns are there. But I think being an investor, uh, taking, you know, the right times type of risk and making sure you have some growth in your portfolio is a big part of success. And, and I think, uh, you know, people shouldn't do, get too caught up in the short-term rates and uh, feeling too comfortable. Still got to be an investor out there, Bob. We're talking to Walt Zagara of the AKW Group here in Akron, talking about the stock market and more. And remember, if you have any questions, you can call us at 330-673-1234. 330-673-1234. 
one, two, three, four, and uh, let's see. Uh, well, let's look at the Trends and Insights section now of the program. Uh, Walt always encourages people to think for themselves when they're investing, but he has some good ideas and things that he's noticed this past week that may kind of help that help you on that uh, on that particular journey. AI, artificial intelligence, it's amazing, it's scary, but on November 2nd, uh, the Beatles released a song, even though the Beatles haven't been together as a group since 1969 and two of the members are already dead, they reversed engineered an old tape of the voice of John Lennon, allowing him to actually sing a song called Now and Then, a part of which Lennon left on a rough recording just before he was murdered in the late 1970s. Uh, this is, a, again, intriguing and amazing. I, I've listened to the song. It's not the greatest Beatles song you've ever heard. <laughs> but, you know, you can do this now. And I wonder what the kind of impact this will have in any kind of way to monetize it. Bob, I, you know, you, you just look at AI and, and the power of AI and what AI will mean, artificial intelligence. I mean, it's, it, it is fascinating. It is also scary. But, you know, this, this is just another great, great example. You know, they basically extracted uh, the voice of Lennon here, um, you know, from, from this tape that wasn't very good. They, um, you know, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr sang backup, and, uh, you know, they were able to recreate something that uh, they really couldn't do anything with for years and years and years and years. So it just shows how powerful AI is in, in another component. Um, I think, you know, we're going to be amazed over the next uh, 10, 15 years, and it's a big trend. Uh, we're spending a lot of time looking at all these you know, different advances and what they mean as far as investing. And, you know, we definitely want to be invested, I think, in the growth of, of what we're going to see is probably one of, one of the most amazing developments that uh, we've ever we've ever seen. Again, if you have any questions, give us a call, 330-673-1234, as we talk to Walt Secure here of the AKW Group on WNIR. Missouri federal jury on Tuesday determined that the National Association of Realtors uh, and two residential brokerages are conspiring to keep uh, commissions on home sales artificially high. The jury has assessed damages at $1.8 billion, which could go as high as $5 billion. Uh, again, the real estate market hasn't been very strong lately. What kind of impact might that have? Well, I mean, this is a really fascinating development that's going on. I mean, this is a big court decision, and it really... Uh, you know, kind of puts damages out there saying that, you know, the way commissions are, are you know, charged and how they might be held high could, could really impact the real estate industry. Um, you know, it forecasts out of the suit that, uh, you know, half of the uh, real estate agents may not have work if this thing goes through, and we're going to see major changes in the, in the way commissions are, are charged, um, you know, as, as far as uh, real estate agents sometimes being the buyer and selling agents. So, It'll be very interesting to see this case and how it might impact the real estate industry. A lot of regulation out there, Bob. Um, you know, I think uh, we're going to see regulation continue to challenge old practices and look at, you know, how consumers are charged and, you know, if it's fair. And, uh, you know, it's, it'll be really interesting to see, uh, you know, something that's been around a long time in the real estate industry if, if that, you know, faces some change. And, of course, just as a matter of fact, uh, the average U.S. home price sale in September was $394,000 up 2.8% from last year, and uh, about 2.6 offers per sale at that price are the average across the country. And, of course, here in northeast Ohio, uh, we are fortunate to have much lower prices than that on most of our homes, one of the benefits of living uh, in northeast Ohio, but uh, still, that is what the uh, national average is. So that means that half the homes are more than that, and half are 
less than that. So let's move along to Stock Talk now with Walt Secure of the AKW Group, the time of the show when you can call up yourself and ask him about any particular stock issue that you are interested in. The number is 330-673-1234 or 800-669-4100. You want to hold it, buy it, uh, sell it, or just curious, give us a call. Take advantage of Walt's more than 30 years' experience in buying, selling, and trading successfully stock market issues. Um, okay, the earnings scorecard now from FactSet. Shows 82% of the S&P 500 companies have reported earnings. 82% have reported a positive EPS surprise. 62% of S&P 500 companies have reported a positive revenue surprise. Now, as you look at this, what are your insights on that? Bob, it's it's been a good quarter. Again, as we said, coming into this quarter, analysts uh, have really lowered expectations. Uh, And again, we go back to last year, we were expecting to be in a full-fledged recession at this point, and all the experts were calling for, which means that a lot of companies probably would be reporting really poor results, and we'd be struggling economically, and it's just not the case. I mean, we see companies as you said, you know, uh, a lot of 82% with positive or earnings surprises, 62% with uh, revenue surprises. It, it's been a strong quarter. Um, it shows the resilience of corporate America out there making the changes that they need to make. Uh, the one thing we look at out of these reports is valuation. Uh, we see the the 12-month P.E. ratio for the S&P is 17.8 times. Now, that's below the five-year average, Bob. Um, you know, you go back a couple of years, we were above that five-year average. We've fallen below, which, you know, gives us feeling that the overall market is probably fairly valued, maybe a little bit undervalued. And I think there's a lot of individual stocks out there that are undervalued. So I think it's a good time to uh, look for opportunities and get that money invested. Now, Apple, which we know is a co-equity portfolio holding in your portfolios, it beat their fiscal fourth quarter views. Their revenue, though, fell for the fourth consecutive quarter, while their earnings rose 13%. But so sales dipped 1% to about $89.5 billion. So sales are down, but they made more money. So what does that mean? Well, Bob, you know, they, it's hard to grow a company this large. You know, as we always say, you know, these companies become their own worst enemy and in some regards. Um, you know, the, the success uh, is, is tough. And when you have a quarter, you know, where you're doing $89.5 billion, um, you know, it's hard to grow it. And, and we've seen it now for the last four quarters. Uh, Apple has not really been able to grow that top line. Uh, they managed to the bottom line very well, though. I mean, at the bottom line, you show a 13% profit rate. I think overall, Wall Street was satisfied with this report. The stock did sell off a little bit last week. But yeah, I think Apple is innovative. Uh, they're going to continue to push forward. They're going to find the next innovation. Uh, we're a believer in, in Apple over the next, you know, three to five years. We, you know, dividend is solid. Uh, they continue to raise the dividend, you know, as, as they move forward. And they generate a tremendous amount of cash where they can make investments by other companies, you know, continue to grow their innovation, uh, their R&D, and, and new products, new services. So, We'll continue to believe in Apple, even though we've hit a little bit of a law here as far as revenue growth. Let's take some calls now for Walt Secure of the AKW Group. Your number to call, 330-673-1234. Good morning. You're on WNIR. Konnichiwa. Hey, Konnichiwa, Ken. How are you this Sunday? Good. Beautiful day. Uh, last Sunday, I was observing the anniversary of the 1929 crash. Did you know that last Sunday was the anniversary? So I was in semi morning but anyway it's it's better this week and it's looking good i had I had a question regarding another speculative stock hawaiian electric symbol h e 
BlackRock owns 10% of it, and Next Era is trying to buy it. But what have you ever uh, ever looked at? Hawaiian Electric pays almost 11%. People yeah, I've, I've yeah, looked at it, Ken. I mean, again, we we you know haven't really gone towards the electric utility routes for a number of years. But um, you're right. This one has a when you screen them and and you look at the dividend yields, and this one always pops up near the top. Um, you know, pretty strong dividend. I, obviously, you know, there was some disruption over there with uh, the fires and so forth this year, and uh, the costs over there are very high. I mean, I think that's what, you know, leads to some profitability here and the ability for them to pay those higher yields uh, if you live live over that way. But, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, as far as the utility goes, an interesting one to pay attention to. Uh, we, we have not bought it or owned it in, in the past, but it definitely uh, shows up on our screen. Okay. You guys have a good week. Thank you. All right, Ken. Thank you for calling 330-673-1234 to talk to Walt Secura of the AKW Group. Now, uh, newly added to your corporate portfolio has been the drug company Eli Lilly. And they came out and easily beat their third quarter forecast. Their diabetes drug, Monjaro, has improved in the U.S. after months of widespread shortages. That drug alone brought in $1.41 billion in sales. That's a 652% increase and certainly topped expectations. So what made you finally decide to buy this traditional uh, big company stock and put it in your equity portfolio? Well, we've watched it, and, you know, we continue to look for price weakness to get in it. You know, we just we aren't going to find it, I don't think. So, I mean, for us, you know, we, we listened to the CEO talk last week. We looked at the earnings report, and we saw, you know, this is one you got to buy high and, and go higher. You know, you always like to buy low and <laughs> – so high, but you know, again, we this is one we're going to buy at a high price, and we're going to we're going to ride it higher over the years. Um, they're just in a lot of the areas that we believe you know the long term potential is. I mean, the weight loss drug, obviously, and you know the diabetes drug, um, Monjero, as you mentioned, uh, they'll be doing a lot of research and applying for other uses with that drug. Uh, they also have the Alzheimer's Alzheimer's medication. Uh, they have a great product pipeline and immunology and in other areas. Uh, you know, we just we just like this company. We like the management. We like the momentum that they have. And um, you know, the the demand for these weight loss drugs is is hard to hard to believe. I mean, it is it is really really powerful out there. Uh, so we just think it's a trend that we want to be invested in. And you know, we we found an opportunity here to, to buy the stock this week, and, and we're happy to have it in our core equity portfolio. Another holding in your small mid-cap portfolio is another, um, I guess you would say, uh, pharmaceutical-related uh, company, uh, drug distributor Sencora, formerly Amerisource Bergen. They uh, broke out on the good earnings, topping it with a 10% EPS gain. Sales are growing slowly for the fourth straight quarter to 13%. Again, you hold this for how long? Uh, Bob, you know, we like the stock. I mean, if you look at this industry, you know, healthcare distribution sales are over $200 billion, um, you know, now. And there's only a few competitors here. You know, you got Fincora, like you said, the old Amerisource Bergen. You got Cardinal Health and, and McKesson. Those are really the three players. So they control 90% of the U.S. market. And if you look at Fincora, I mean, they just had a really strong quarter. The last couple of quarters have been just, you know, positive and this one, a 13% revenue increase with a 10% profit increase. Uh, you know, it trades at a really reasonable uh, multiple out there and, you know, it pays a dividend. Uh, again, a, a stock that makes a lot of sense to us in that small mid-cap portfolio. Continuing to focus on that portfolio, another holding is Arista Networks. 
surging to another record high after third quarter earnings and revenue topped their estimates as Oracle emerged as a uh, new cloud computing customer. So what do you think about Arista Networks? The stock advanced more than 74% and is now worth $212 at the end of the week. Yeah, Bob, we've we've owned this one most of the year. Um, we've owned it many times in the small bit cap portfolio, you know, buying and selling it off. But we are a holder here. Uh, you know, we just like the stock. I mean, you look at they, the the customers that they serve. Uh, you mentioned Oracle. Um, you know, they also serve you know serve uh, uh, Meta Resources. You know, Google. You know, some really big players out there. Uh, you know, they make uh, some networking software and hardware that's needed as we continue to build out, you know, for this next AI, uh, you know, kind of kind of movement. Uh, Risa Networks is going to be at the center of that with a lot of their offerings. So uh, we like the momentum. We like the revenue and earnings growth at 20 percent revenue growth of the quarter, 46 percent profit growth. Bob, again, uh, Risa Networks, symbol A-N-E-T, is a stock that we definitely like here. Now, you added another stock in that small mid-cap portfolio, Super Microcomputer. They reported their earnings last week, and their revenues also rose 15% to some $2.12 billion, and that beat the forecasts. So, who are Super Microcomputer, and why did you put it in that uh, portfolio? Well, Bob, they make a lot of the AI uh, hardware again. You know, the, the server components and computing components, are needed. you need the hardware along with the software and the chips that go in the hardware. Um, they have a really strong relationship with NVIDIA, uh, which, again, uh, when we look at the, the leadership of this company, the, the strong uh, you know, uh, partnership there with NVIDIA is very interesting to us. Uh, interestingly, Bob, this is one that we had on our screens and we're following for quite a long time. And one of the listeners uh, out of the show had been calling, and he mentioned his interest as well. So it's pretty interesting, Bob. A lot of times the conversations we generate, um, you know, the, there's a lot of people out there. We had another client that we sat down this week, and, and the stock was, you know, on the list that we talked about. Uh, yeah, we learn a lot, Bob, not, not only from our own research, but some other, you know, uh, investors out there that uh, are working hard to find ideas. And this is one that we're excited about. Uh, you know, again, we, we think it sits in the center of the AI world. And, uh, you know, I think you have to have exposure to AI at different levels, Uh just not with the computer chips, you know, but you got to look at the networking equipment. You got to look at the software. Uh, you got to look at the hardware, you know, everything that's going to be needed to, to grow out this next wave of growth. Now, continuing our focus on your small mid cap portfolio, let's look at one of the old timers in there, and that is Crocs. It's been a long term holding in your portfolio. Now, they reported last week uh, earnings, uh, but the results, uh, well, they're starting to slow down. The stock is also laggard, it is down more than 23%. Closing uh, so far at $83.93 a share. So with this is an old-timer in your portfolio. Is it time to uh, kiss a goodbye? Well, Bob, this is a stock that's grown a little bit uh, worrisome. You know, it's, uh, the, the growth has continued to slow. Um, you know, they have a lot of competition out there, uh, Deckers and Skechers. You know, there's, there's a lot of competitors. Uh, uh, Deckers with their hookah uh, have, have taken over a lot of... Uh, the growth out there, and especially in the medical community, you know, Crocs used to be kind of the, the shoe for nurses, and now I guess hookah has kind of taken over there, the Decker's offering. Uh, but again, you look at the stock and it's slowed. Uh, the revenue growth was only up uh, 5% for the quarter, profit up only up 9%. We have been trimming the position through the year. Um, it used to be a very highly weighted position. Over the last couple quarters, we have trimmed the position down multiple times, and 
uh, represents a smaller holding in that small mid-cap portfolio. Um, again, you, you have to you know continue to weigh options, and I think there's other opportunities out there that might might pull more money out of the Crocs offering. Might be something that uh, we take out of the portfolio. We still own a small bit. Uh, but this is this is the way you manage, Bob. You got to recognize, you know, who the leaders are, who, where the strength is, and uh, a stock that has done very well for us over the years, but a stock that uh, maybe has run its course. Now, I had an interesting discussion last week with somebody who asked a very good question. That I'm going to ask you, as an investor, when you look at a company, what's more important to you as an investor: the profits that company is making in that industry, or the future growth of that company or that industry? I think it's always future growth, Bob. I mean, you know, past growth is it's there. It's already already given, you know. And I think the market always stocks trade on the future potential, and we see that with a lot of earnings reports. You know, companies are putting up really good numbers, uh, but it's the comments that they make. It's it's uh, you know comments sometimes when they say, hey, you know, we're we expect a slowdown. We see more competition. You know, these types of things send stocks uh, really going downward, and it makes sense. You know, analysts. Uh, look at their cash flow models. They look at the business model. They look at the competitiveness of these companies, and they build out future cash flow. And disruption to that cash flow changes valuation. So I think it's always the forward outlook, what the company is able to do in the future. Uh, you can't rest on your laurels. Uh, so past results are nice, but they're gone. Um, and, and, and that's true in everything we do in investing. Now, again, if anybody listening likes this kind of discussion, would like to talk with you directly about any particular stock issue or, or things that they're looking at in the market, can they just call up and kind of chat with you like we're chatting on the air now? Absolutely, Bob. We love to talk. Um, we, we, you know, we love to meet new people. Um, it's, it's happening a lot, and, you know, we're excited about it. We, we welcome the phone calls. We're pretty easy to talk to, and, you know, we love to hear ideas. Uh, Kevin does a great job. Uh, getting out some of Baird's research. Uh, you know, Baird has a lot of intellectual capital. We have a lot of research out there. And a lot of people don't know about Baird or don't don't know about the research, but uh, got really strong regional research. Some of the smaller companies that people might be interested in, that research is there. And, you know, Kevin can send some of that along the way for free as we build a relationship with people. So, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to talk to you. We're, we're there. Uh, if you have an interest in individual stock investing, please give us a call. And again, you can call them locally at 234-466-7476 with the AKW Group, Walt Secure and his team, 234-466-7476. And of course, remember, they're a full-service wealth management firm. They're affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Company internationally. They can do more than just buy and pick stocks. They can help you with your retirement plans, uh, even refer you to people on legal issues uh, than your retirement plan or the like, or estate problems, or whatever you're looking at. You can really have a, a full-service uh, experience with the AKW Group because they know so many people in the area and of course with their connections with Robert W. Baird they have uh, sources all around the world. So again, remember that number to call 234-466-7476 for more than just uh, stock talk but for all kinds of information about your wealth and, and your management of that and your working year, years and when your retirement years are about to, to encroach on you. 234 466 Seven six. So here we are. It's October. Uh, in October's over. We're in November already. As the year comes to an end, uh, what are you focusing on? Well, we're working a lot with our clients right now, making sure that all those required minimum distributions are satisfied for the year. You know, if you have a, if you're over those magic ages and, and you need to get that RMD done, make sure you get it done. You don't want to pay the penalties of missing it. 
Uh, we're also doing reviews of portfolios, seeing if there's any, you know, tax loss harvesting that we can do, you know, things in the portfolio maybe that haven't worked out, uh, that, you know, we can we can take some losses and offset gains and build some future uh, capital losses. Uh, so we're doing a lot of that. Uh, we, we've had the opportunity to onboard a few new clients. And, uh, you know, it's just been a great year, Bob. We, we are uh, enjoying what we do and, uh, you know, working hard to do a little bit more every day. And again, a reminder, if you want to look at, listen to some of this, uh, these shows that we're doing every week here on WNIR, uh, the whole shows, the past shows, you can find those uh, kind of bankroll there on their website. If you go to the Hear the Difference section of the AKW Group website, akwgroup.bairdwealth.com, you can uh, click on there and go to Apple Tunes or Spotify and listen to the shows as they're recorded there every single week, akwgroup.bairdwealth.com. Dot com. So, Walt, again, this past week was pretty good to kick off the month of November. What do you think will happen next week? We have equally as good luck, or is something going to happen that's going to uh, slow things down? Well, let's hope this November continues, Bob. November has been historically the strongest month of the stock market since 1950. So let's hope that this November uh, gives us the returns that we look for as we head into the holiday season. Excellent. Let's hope that history repeats itself. Once again, the AKW Group, located here in Akron, in Fairlawn, on the uh, Embassy Parkway. You can call them at 234-466-7476. Talk talk to Walt Secura and his team about investing in the stock market. Other wealth management questions, 234-466-7476. And tell him you heard him on WNIR, Kent Akron. Walt Secura, have yourself a great week. You too, Bob. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Apple Inc., symbol AAPL. Arista Network, symbol ANET. Sencora, symbol COR. Crocs Inc., symbol CROX. Eli Lillian Companies, symbol LLY. Hawaiian Electric Industries, symbol HE. Supermicro Computer Inc., symbol SMCI. Please note that Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast.